If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. Isn't this a sports show? We should do an hour of discussion about Alex Smith and then wind up talking about his handsomeness. Almost entirely. So I was like, all right, guys, listen, if you're going to sit here in silence, I'm going to hit play on Beat Bugs, and we're going to laugh at it for two minutes, shut it off, and move on with our lives. We watched the whole thing because it is a damn roller coaster. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. Welcome to the maiden voyage of Almost Entirely Sports on ESPN Kansas City. On 1510 AM. God forbid this is the first time you've heard this show in any way whatsoever. We're sorry. God forbid that's the case. 99.3 FM. It's mo- The comment section is moving so fast. Why are people trying to buy a couch here? 94.5 FM. I do want to apologize for the way that I've dealt with the Marcus Peters trade. I have made some mistakes. Which lots of people saw um, through the Kansas City Star on Twitter with the headline, Naked Man on ATV Leads Police on Wrong Way Highway Chase in Kansas City. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. I am Joshua Briscoe, Rudy with the reverse slam, Beard with the judgmental gaze. What's up, Beard? How you doing? I'm here. Take the show with you by listening on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app at 810whb.com or by searching for Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. That was bad. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, but it was bad. (laughs) There it is. Hold on. Let me change that. That was bad. I admit it. I'm not sorry. This is Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Wow, mine kind of hurt. Oh, it smells like gunpowder in the studio. But in this instance, unlike in many, many shows past, it's not to celebrate a Chiefs win or, I don't know, the Suns trading for Kevin Durant. I honestly, guys, if I was going to be honest, kind of thought that would have happened by now. Maybe tonight. Mate, can you imagine maybe tonight? Maybe they just were waiting. A little going away present. The party poppers. Rudy in the studio. It's been a minute. Beards on the other side of the glass. Woo! It's a little different tonight because this is officially the beginning of the end. Welcome in to the final edition of Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I am Joshua Briscoe in studio with Rudy Salazar. Beards McFly's back on the other side of the glass. We got the band back together for one more job. We'll see if we can pull off the heist one last time. I think they called this uh, Fast and the Furious 23. They Yes, we skipped like 13 of them. I'm Fast. just assuming that's when the movie, that's how long they'll go. I was going to say Fast 10. Fast 10, your seatbelts. <sighs> um, I stole that. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that funny. Uh, My nostalgia lasted all of 14 seconds. Hey, guys, we need a break. <laughs> we didn't even hit Sports Center. It's That's not my fault. Sometimes <laughs> that one wasn't my bad. That was Lebo. Sometimes you could say that doing a thing you're used to doing over and over again is like riding a bike. I think getting the whole gang back together for the show tonight is like falling off of one. We Oceans Five. 
I don't know how many Oceans movies there are. I think, didn't they start with 11 or 8 yeah. or 7? I so. think they're making Oceans 9. They're making prequel. another one. I know that, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a prequel to Oceans 11. All right. Let's find I, out. I think right now the world's problem is that the oceans are getting too big. We have too many oceans. I don't think we need to be making new oceans. They made Oceans 8 in 2018. <sighs> like we never left. So I, uh, a couple pieces of quick housekeeping, other than just updates on uh, on Fast and Furious and Ocean's Eleven. No name yet for the Ocean's Eleven prequel, but it does star Margot Robbie. I'm guessing the first word of the title will be Oceans. And then probably a number of some sort. Well, if it's a prequel, wouldn't it be like a lake? It's not wrong. Speaking of lakes, there's... you wonder... There's a lake not too far from here, Beards, if you want to just go just go jump right into it. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. I figured I'd check. Ooh, it's on HBO Max. We're back for one more run. Here, here's the housekeeping on the front end. So if if maybe you're dipping back in because you heard we were uh, we were saying goodbye here tonight. Thanks for being here. Um, here's how this is all sorting out. Beards is back because it's the last AES. You can still hear him every weekday on The Zone uh, from 10 to 2 here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. The reason AES is ending altogether is twofold. Uh, part of it is my fault as I will be chasing Beards down to The Zone 10 to 2 weekdays here on 810. Jason Anderson is the host in the big chair, uh, but I will be saddling up into what I will be calling the Rudy chair. Where uh, where Rudy is where uh, yeah you know what beards let's just talk about it on the air we'll do two segments this hour because okay. we have a guest coming up soon cool and we'll we'll sort it out I am glad that we started talking about that five minutes into the show and not five minutes before the show eh, it was only like four minutes in the show because we missed Sports Center neither one of us have lost our touch good point Rudy what we could have talked about it during Sports Center high motor as always beards. So uh, it's the zone with Jason Anderson, but it's about to be the zone with Jason Anderson with Josh Briscoe uh, across the console from him. Beards McFly on the side of the glass. Yes, it's a long title, but it's going to look right on the T-shirts. I'm pretty sure it's the zone with Jason and Josh Anderson. I did have to legally change my name, much like Corey Anderson. Now, Corey's been able to go back to his original name, which unfortunately his last name is also Corey, so he goes by Corey Corey. Well, he legally changed changed his last name to his first name, so he could change his last name to Anderson, so he went by Corey Anderson. Now he's back to being Cowboy Corey, his born (laughs) legal legal name. His legal Christian name is Cowboy? That is his legal Christian name. It's given to him by some archangel. So I'll cowboy. I'll be the archangel cowboyist. That's the one. That's the, no 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 the cowboyist? cowboy no the cowboy archangel hasn't won anything in like thirty years. That's an important thing to remember. Yes. There's a deep cut from our uh, our Bible fantasy football league. I think was that when we tried to replace the entire KU football roster with archangels? That's so correct. That we could try and get them to win, even though like there were what five archangels, so there were still going to be a le- uh, six KU Jayhawk yes. football players on that roster. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but look, I mean, we got we got them to it for one game and they beat Texas. So maybe we should be in charge of the K football program. Who's who's really to say? Uh, but I'll I'll be moving to middays to uh, to work with uh, Jason and Beards. Excited about that. We've talked more about that in the show's past. If you missed anything, you can grab that on the podcast page. And Rudy is going to. Can I say the thing that got adjusted a little bit today? Is yeah, that, I, is I that honestly cool? don't remember if we ever said we didn't. We didn't. We definitely didn't. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, but but end of the month, I am moving to Wichita. So Rudy's going to continue out the month of uh, July yes. here at 810 and uh, continue doing some things around the station. If you really want to hear, you know, like so me you, and Rudy again, I'll, I'm sure I'll be on with Sterling on ESPN Kansas City or something. I don't yes. know. We'll figure it out. So you'll, yeah, there's, a, there's a decent chance you'll hear my, uh, 
my voice at some point. Yeah, you also might not. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't, you know, I don't know what the next three weeks look like. Um, but they'll be here. Yes. And Rudy will be here. So uh, he'll be around a little longer before making the uh, the trip to Wichita to begin a new life. He's going to um, to have a, he's got a stick and a handkerchief with all of his belongings tied up into it. And he's going to hop on a train car and head into that farm upstate and just go go to that farm upstate <laughs> with your family upstate dog in Wichita. and grandma upstate Wichita. That's right. So um, that's sort of been all the shuffling around in the very, very short version is that there was a, a bunch of things changing all around the same time that all worked out pretty well. So yep. uh, we are all genuinely, truly excited about our futures, except for Beards, whose future just got uh, a lot worse. I'm so Little glad more. that you're back in my life. Yeah, I can tell. You sound like it, buddy. Now, Appreciate I know the, the six to six shows have some like different rules. Like Some of them like have to hit sports center and stuff. I don't mm. know what the zones rule well, is. Well, here, here's the thing, Rudy. There are no sports centers between 10 to 2. I'm good. Beautiful. <laughs> That's And that is actually why Beautiful. Beards have the long play of I got to get on the midday show. I mean, it's, it's, hey, it's galaxy brain. I can't, I can't hate the hustle. It's also why he's not currently trying to move to one of the other shows to see if yeah. somebody else will run the show that now includes me on it. Yeah. Um, he just, he knows 6 a.m. is too early. It, 6 a.m. is too early, and he knows he can't hit sports centers. So it's 10 to 2 or nothing for it's, Beards. It's a good time slot. Um, so that, this is the last show. That part I've, I think, most likely made yeah. clear. Um, I'm going to just go down the list and make sure that we uh, we hit all of the things I, I know we want to hit today. But we have a, a very special guest that I, I know we're all very excited to talk to here in about 10 minutes. We will talk to Chris Plant of Polygon, Polygon.com, and the Besties Podcast. And um, I'll, I'll probably have to give a, a little bit of a summary of that story whenever we're about to talk to Chris so everybody kind of understands mm-hmm. some of the very silly subtext that led to all of this but uh, truly a high point of of uh, a, a very strange mashup slash crossover of uh, of our media circles so I'll, yeah. I'll explain that whenever we're about to to get him on the line um, but we'll talk to Chris Plant a polygon and besties in about 10 minutes or so uh, and, and now then, that is plant with an E much like it's brisco with an E Twitter handle is at plant with an E. Right, within right, it's P L A N T E. Yes, and you can follow him at J B Briscoe with an E. Right, and so, man, it really, uh, it really is tough to try to figure out how we, if I could get you to understand by the end of the series finale of Almost Entirely Sports, that's not actually true. By the way, there's I'm no also, E at the end of your name. <laughs> you mean I've been saying it wrong this whole time? I've also written down wow. one nice. I mean, you could have said something, but I, I guess it was nice not to embarrass me on national, on public, local national radio. I'll call international. It national. International. That's true. We we international. are confirmed international. Uh, before I forget later, I'll just say a public quick thanks to Steve Fitzpatrick. He's at Fitzpass on Twitter for um, over the entirety of this show's existence, from ESPN Kansas City down to here. He has been making tremendous AES art, some of it's Photoshopped, mm-hmm. some of it's um, beautiful originals. There's a new one out today that I tweeted a little bit earlier. It is also now responsible for the avatars on Twitter for me and Rudy both. Um, Beards is rocking an original uh, at Fitzpass joint. Um, can't. Just can't say enough thanks to Steve for supporting this show from the UK for a very long. That's how we yeah. know it's international. Yeah. Um, here's something else we need a, a loose end we need to tie up on the show today. Beers, I've not brought this up to you. I'm Excellent. guessing that I'm guessing that neither of you have thought about this in quite a long time. Probably not. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Beards, no. 
before the end of the show tonight. Okay. Maybe not right now, but before the end of the show tonight. Oh, boy. I think I might actually... I. Here's the thing. I've done some research. I've looked at colleges in Arkansas. Will you I've tell Rudy some, where you went to college I've in Arkansas? I've come up with some obscure names. I think I got this. I think what we need to if do... I, I, I want five goes because I think I can get it. I okay. think he gets three. Fine. I'm good with three. Three, with three. strikes and yes. you are out. Yes. <laughs> we will find out where right. Beards went to college. Pull up my, my list of Arkansas schools. Doesn't have to be right now. Probably shouldn't be right now, but yeah, there's but you know, how about a tease for that? You can never that? stop. You can never pr- start preparing too soon. Uh, we also uh, will we'll be joined by Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest. He's joined us every Monday for quite a while now, and even before we were doing Mondays every week, has just been on with us in a, an absolutely obnoxious number of times. Mm-hmm. I'll see him even more in person um, doing the zone because he's weekly on the zone, and I, I hope we get him weekly again for the post game show. I'm going to keep doing Chiefs post game, by the way. I'll still be around for that. Um, all of that being said, we'll talk to Matt. We'll let him drive one of the nails into the AES coffin at eight. At 9, Beards has a masterpiece that Rudy and I have not yet heard. I got something ready. Will you tell the audience how long it is? It is. Let me get it pulled up. How long is your masterpiece, Beards? Tell the audience how long your masterpiece is. My masterpiece is 12 and a half. That's incredible, man. Dang it! (laughs) (laughs) Minutes! I don't. The same. I wonder if Innuendo. people. I wonder if people will realize what just happened there, <laughs> which is that. Let me just hold on. Let's quick time out. I don't have a little whistle. We have party poppers. I don't have a little whistle though. Tweet tweet. What just happened there is that Beards was letting the joke be not that subtle, but he was trying. He was. We were all playing to the same joke, and then when Beards meant to say minutes. To make it no longer sound like he was about to say the word inches, he said the word inches. I'm gonna practice. Hey, I so, get it, man. So that's uh, that's where we've begun tonight, and that's excellent. Thrilled about that. So we get we get Beards is twelve and a half at nine tonight. Nine o'clock tonight. Beards is giving you twelve minutes of action and no more action. That's also impressive. However, however you look at it. You get 12 minutes of Hot Beards action at 9, Matt Derrick at 8, and as long as Chris Plant hasn't been listening to the first 10 minutes of this show, presumably he'll still join us in about 10 minutes. We also have um, we have some recorded comments from a few friends of AES who have not been able to be on live with us since the show's end was announced. We've got a few of those in the chamber. Plus, I know that uh, we will have an an excellent uh, an, an excellent Twitch and oh YouTube it's... and Facebook and Twitter viewership. Twitch is out of hand already. Twitch is. I see that Twitch is popping off right now, yeah. and I haven't even been able to fully looked. I can read some highlighted messages because those seem important. Um, Wallaby says Josh hates Clyde. Josh hates Bolton. Josh hates Karloftis. <laughs> That's all highlighted. Yes. Come on, Wallaby. What are we doing? Wallaby also wants to know who's the commissioner of the XFL. Beards. Um, well, it depends. Is it the XFL or is it the super special X, 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 XFL? Or what about XFL 2.0? Isn't that a thing? That one's dead already. No round of three. Isn't technically the Rocks XFL XFL 2.0? 3.0. Are they really? I thought they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because you had the original one with, yeah. with Vince McMurch. And then we have um, 
the one that was rebooted once already and then died yeah. already because of the pandemic. And so now this is going to be the <laughs> third one. <laughs> I forgot about that one. So we skip yeah. the next six to yeah. the one with 10 yep, X's. The XFL 2.0 may have folded, but yeah. the XFL brand could be primed for another resurrection. Yeah, and it is. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. Hey, also, I meant to say this at the very, very, very beginning, and I forgot. Oh, uh, the XFL 3.0 will return in spring 2022. Did that happen? <laughs> I mean, I guess they announced that they, football football it, definitely didn't. It returns to the stream of public conscious. That's what yeah. it does. Yeah, The Rock will get out here in a very tight, very strange outfit yeah. to hype you up. So when are we picking the teams for this league that we're all mm. going to root for unbiasedly until the league folds in about two months? I guess we have to go My now. Wednesday even... seems pretty good. <laughs> Are Let's do Wednesday. Have their teams been announced even yet? No, I don't think so. so. Oh. Anyway, um, if you're an AES podcast listener, please don't. I hope you haven't. You didn't hit unsubscribe within the first like 15 seconds of tonight's show. Um, or it, let me say a different way: if you are an AES viewer or a AES terrestrial radio lover, go subscribe to Almost Entirely Sports wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm very excited about the zone. I'm I'm very excited to to live this two to ten life. I'm I'm very excited for all of that. But also two to ten. What did I? Say? I think I said ten to two. Nope. I'm doing the, the I'm doing eight hours, baby. I'm uh, we're moving we're moving the program. Two p.m. And... to ten a.m. Let's go. Let's, go. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm excited about that daytime life, whatever the hours might be. Uh, but. We've gotten lots of very nice messages from lots of people who have enjoyed almost entirely sports. Yes. And we're not going to just like shove that podcast feed down into a toilet and say, sorry, everybody, not happening. I think there's going to be stuff that we're going to want to do. Like, uh, you know, maybe we get Rudy from Wichita to do a, a breakdown of the uh, of the next generation of Pokemon games or oh interviews we want to do. Or uh, I want to introduce Jason to the AES audience in some form or fashion and, and vice versa. So uh, we're going to do something with a lot of the AES branded things that we've done to this point. It's just not going to be terrestrial radio anymore, and there's certainly not going to be nearly as much of it. <laughs> that, is, that is undeniable because there's going to be a lot more of The Zone, which you should also subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. You can go to smarturl.it slash zone810 for uh, The Zone podcast, too. By the way, don't uh, unsubscribe from the Twitch or the YouTube. True. Or the Sports Radio 810. Facebook. Don't do it. Or the Twitter. Uh-uh. Because guess what? What? Zone's going to be there, too. So as um, Human Torch points out, he they have so many channel points that they're trying to spend them all. Yes. Don't do it. We'll use those later. And you still have, like, half of what I have. Yes. Um, also true. I do think that whenever, you know, presumably presumably there's going to be a time where Jason's doing an interview and he's mm-hmm. going to, you know, they're going to just spend all this time talking about baseball with each other or whatever. He will ask a question. He'll ask a question. It'll take 15 minutes. Somebody will give an answer. It'll take 19 minutes. And we're all going to be trying to figure out, you know, who's your favorite starter Pokemon. And I'll make it a Twitch poll. You know, that's Beards and I will do some show within the show, I'm sure. It's going to be good. I'm 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 excited for that. And also, yes, from the socials to Twitter to Twitch to YouTube to Facebook and all of that, it's going to be good. Zone, uh, Zone, Wallaby says, can we get a bit.ly for the Zone podcast? Smarturl.it slash Zone 810. Or bit.ly slash Jason Hates Talking. Just kidding. That won't get. Hey, everybody, that link won't get you anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can check, I guess. We can work on it. I'm just saying, I don't think that'll be the. I don't think that'll be the smart link. I think uh, smarturl.it slash zone eight ten will will get you there. I also don't start there until next Monday. It's free. What is the bitly slash Jason Hates Talking? Well, I don't know what to do about that. Buy it. 
Uh, it's their free. Buy it. Okay. Well, I'm doing radio shit right now for about two and a half more oh, hours. Oh, yeah, because that's ever stopped you from purchasing a bitly. You don't have to purchase them there. I just I want you to understand that they are free. Just buy the thing then. Well, I, I'm trying, but I, I I'm having a hard time getting there. What's your favorite uh, what's your favorite uh, AES memory, Rudy? This one. The the time where you were like, you know what, like, purchasing a bitly was a little too challenging. I don't have to purchase it when, and I just when, was trying to focus on when, doing a radio when show. During multiple interviews, you bought three of them of like, During interviews other people talk. It's just the if you go to bit.ly slash Jason Hates Talking, you can get the podcast feed for the zone. See? Thank you for buying it. I mean, you're Thank you for enough, stalling. You're making enough money off the Twitch to pay for it. It's free, and that's not how the Twitch works. That link does now work, though. I just tested it. You're welcome. I'm here for the people. I'm welcome. <laughs> for like another month. <laughs> for, <laughs> well, and really me okay. for two and a half more yeah, hours. For two hours, 40 minutes. At 10 p.m., I check out on the people. I think. <laughs> let me let me say this also. If you if there's like a cat in a tree or a house on fire or something, please don't call Rudy. Nope. He's three weeks from retirement. <laughs> don't well. don't force him back into action. I, I'm afraid that this ends with Rudy dying in a horrible radio accident. Um, please don't make it. Please don't ask him to like go climb I'm, up a transmitter or I'm anything. I'm not against getting to my my farm upstate sooner. I'm really nervous about some of the metaphors you're throwing out here. It's really making me second guess kind of your plans from here on out. I'm, I'm nervous about it. Did you see um, that? Did you see that? I mean, I know Beard saw. It. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna describe this from Dylan on Twitter at Bear Catalyst. Great Twitter username. Yeah, very good. And it is an old school like can I has cheeseburger meme format with Slowpoke the Pokemon. Did you guys hear the terrible AES news? I can't believe Beards is leaving. I'm leaving today at about 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty fun, man. This is my last appearance on Almost Entirely Sports, you guys. There's uh, starting tomorrow. I'm not going to be here. That's. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, explicitly I, true. I get it. I don't remember if I actually got this said the whole way, but I don't start on the zone until next Monday because I'm out of town the rest of this week. So this is this is the the eulogy for the show. I'm going to go have my bereavement period mm-hmm. and uh, and then come back for the zone next Monday. Celebratory vacation. A little bit of both, you know. You'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll all see together. Um, the thing that I have been excited about attempting to do now for many moons is something I am excited about doing now in just a couple of minutes. We'll take our first break of the night in the final AES on 810. Don't unsubscribe to the podcast feed, though. Please just Don't do, do say, say subscribe to that. There might be some really cool stuff. And maybe not. And maybe it'll be bad and we'll forget. You can unsubscribe suck. in like a month. But just don't don't unsubscribe yet. But even, even if we don't do anything with it, it's not taking up space. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just hiding in the closet. Leave it Leave it there. Leave it in your podcast feed. I'm not going, it's not hurting anybody. I can promise at the very least it'll be worth your time in a couple minutes because Chris Plant of Polygon and the Besties will join us next in the final edition of AES on 810. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. It's funny to everyone forever whenever you get given a PP up in a Pokemon game, right? Like that never <laughs> stops being funny for anybody else. Because it, it's, it's been funny. That's what I'm saying. You go into our ads, you get some yeah, little yeah. PP up. We have ads for that. Yeah. On Sports Radio 810, WHB. First of all, thanks to Caden on Twitch. I saw that you gifted 10 subs to everybody watching right now. I appreciate that. The support that we've gotten from the the Twitch and all the various video streams over the years has been incredible, and we will continue streaming once we shift over to The Zone. I'll start there on Monday. 
In the meantime, I'm going to try to figure out the least convoluted way to make this make sense to just somebody driving around in their car right now, confused about what's on the radio. Last, welcome to almost no <laughs> welcome to the show. Last AES ever, and uh, finally made the effort and the uh, the accomplishment of getting one of the guests we knew we needed to have on this show before we sent it off to its sort of Viking burial in the sea. Um, I I tweeted a while ago about I mean it's been a minute now about one of my absolute favorite podcasts that has also uh, been a favorite of Rudy Salazar's. Yes. And, um, you know, we try to get Beards on board. He's picky. You know, there's, listen, we try to get I've him. listened before. We tried to get him listen to the Cyberpunk episode, and that Oof. was really a mistake by us. Um, but then uh, I, I tweeted about it, and somewhere along the line, Chris Plant, who joins us now of Polygon.com and of the Besties podcast with uh, Rush Frustick, Justin McElroy, and Griffin McElroy, tweeted something along the lines of uh, the fact that he's been a listener of the Times Ours podcast, which I also co-host, uh, for a very long time. Oh, that's which, you? That's me. I've been, I know. Hmm. It's spelled differently, you would think, because no yeah, E. There's no E in um, the last name. But Chris, uh, I'll just start with the with the most sort of mushy part, which is that that was one of the most validating moments of my uh, content creation life, and I am very, very glad to get to talk to you tonight. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. I, I feel like you set the bar really low for yourself. Um, Good. And I appreciate that, because I'm here to I'm here to jump over the limbo bar. <laughs> See, that it, it doesn't matter where the bar is, as long as you don't knock it off. And as long as we that's clear so it. That's true. That's all that matters. Like, look, I... Uh, I had the thought where Friday we ended up sort of strangely talking to Travis Kelsey for about 10 or 15 minutes. That was great. I didn't... Oh, yeah. And I'm like right at that level, too. Yeah. Everyone who's listening to this right now is like, Travis, Plant, basically the same. And what I'm thinking I'm going to do is just ask you guys all the same questions. So I asked him <laughs> I asked him to explain if I should actually play near. And I'm going to ask you about what you've seen some, from Sky Moore <laughs> Minicamp. I think this is good. That sounds great. That sounds great. Uh, I mean, I think this guy's going to be really solid. You know, I have a lot of options for him. I mean, I, the good thing about PR talk is like you don't really have to say anything. True. So right. I'll be. I'll be great. Yeah. No, you'll you'll navigate that well. Is Sky Moore the best? Uh, is would he be the best video game name from a wider an NFL wide receiver right now? This is not something I've given any thought oh. to, but he sounds like one. Unquestionably, you know, back when like NFL Blitz had mm. the the like kind of modern version, yes. Sky Moore would be like. QB one. I don't think they would have put him at, at uh, because you know you want more in the sky. I love you know? it. I love that. It, it's those sorts of like uh, word puzzles that uh, makes me all my money. Uh, there, <laughs> uh, there's one piece of advice that I do think you can actually provide to us um, that that mm -hmm. really could be helpful, which is that the the besties has died many deaths over the years. Uh, it, it's a sure. podcast that exists beyond time or outlet or really anything. Um, and, and almost entirely sports has now lived and died in multiple places. And then we're going to try to get it to resurrect in the podcast space. But but how do you keep alive a show that is, has passed and then returned again? Because that, that's really going to be tough for us, I think. Well, I thought that would be pretty easy for y'all because you talk about the KC Royals pretty regularly, right? Hello! I mean, it's Hello! perfect. <laughs> And starting tomorrow, hey. Chris Plant will be the new host of Almost Entirely Sports. Uh, I don't. I, I wasn't going to announce that myself, but Chris, you've you've forced my hands. I mean, it can't be as difficult as managing that team. No. Um, uh, yeah, no. I, I, I mean, so uh, some context here. Yes. I was born um, October twenty first, nineteen eighty five, uh, and Kansas City Royals fans would know that is a turning point 
in the uh, the World Series in '85. Um, and my mother, very kind, uh, would always remind me as a child that I was much like the Royals. I started great, and I was downhill ever since. <laughs> um, and then I and then I rallied, you know. And, and I, I had I had a few more good years. Uh, and I've been writing on him ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that uh, that's beautiful. And uh, there was, I think it was, did it originally uh, run on SB Nation where you um, recounted your your fandom there? I don't. Uh, do you want to provide any further context down that line so people have even the loosest idea of how on earth this radio show is happening the way that it is tonight? Oh, that's that's a good question. Yeah, I know. I grew up in Lee Summit uh, and uh, a longtime Royals. I don't know, fans suffer. I, I feel more at home now um, in the past kind of two or three years than I ever did during, yeah. you know, the World Series run. Yep. Is that normal? Yeah. Like, that feels like that's the right life, right? Yes. Yeah. It, it's um, the it's the warm. There, there's a warm embrace of the familiarity of losing, I think. Yeah. I, I recently moved um, out by uh, Anaheim, and it's been really um, interesting meeting people who had expectations for their team. <laughs> um, that... <laughs> It feels like very misguided of them. Yeah. Uh, but but I think they're kind of like they're they're starting to realize how this actually works. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I I I've kind of lived all over the place. Uh. But you know, the thing about KC fandom is it's everywhere. Um. Kansas City, I think, is like one of the secret best exporters of brilliant people. I'm not including myself in that. I, I think, I, think uh, I am the exception to the rule. Hold on, hold on, hold but on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you that you are a part of that, and then you tell all of us that we're also a part of that. Chris, you're you're one of the greatest exports we've got. I mean, I'm going to say that you, thank you, sir, thank you, are and both of you thank are you I, I, honestly. When I think of the two finest minds in Kansas City, and yeah. specifically Kansas City sports, and I'm, I want mm-hmm. you can cut this part out. This is. This is for your ad. Good. I would say, hey, you guys are the best minds in Kansas City sports. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Beard, sit just, down. Then you just cut it. And then, the ad. yeah, mark that and save that. Please. I cannot wait to run this promo for our show going forward. <laughs> the future cannot of the wait. show has never been brighter. Than it is. Oh wait, actually, don't, here I'll, I'll change it one more time. Okay. Uh, hey, my name is Andy Reid, and you two are the <laughs> greatest minds in Kansas City sports. Thanks, Coach. Did we get it? Yeah, we nailed it. Okay. So yeah, that's a clean one. Cool. That's good. I can't. I can't wait to hand that over and just let Ben make a promo of that. I think he'll be so confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll make me extremely happy. Um, I I have a series of um, of borderline video game, borderline sports questions, and then at some point, Rudy's okay. going to ask you about Digimon until we all pass out. Yes. Um, oh, great. <laughs> I want to I want to know what you play while you're watching below average baseball, because for years I've watched below average baseball while hosting a radio show. I'm going to have my nights back. Mm. I, I am a big switch guy. Um, Rudy has reserved the steam deck. Yes, I have not yet. Maybe I should. But I, I need to know the best thing that I should be playing while also paying attention to whatever sort of depressing thing is happening with uh, God's favorite baseball team. I mean, it's different every year, right? But mm-hmm. this year, um, when I'm watching the Royals, I play a lot of Yakuza, the Yakuza series. Um, it is the evolution of the Shinmu series. I'm really doing everything I can to scare off whoever is doing <laughs> your show. Um, but the, the, the Yakuza series is you play as uh, a member of the Yakuza in Japan, the kind of like Japanese mafia, and you do very benign tasks. You think it would be a lot of, you know, like action. No, it's like getting a cat out of a tree or like huh. helping a couple do a crossword puzzle 
And you know, you know what it is? It's kind of like a, a exploration of masculinity and our expectations of it. When I'm playing uh, that video game and I'm watching sports, you know, I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone. I'm really interrogating everything that uh, I was raised on. I don't know if you've seen um, the Beatles series Get Back. I actually haven't watched the whole thing. Sure. But um, oh my God, this is a this is a I'm stealing this from one of the Mac. This is a Mac. This was a McElroy bit. This is embarrassing. But that was the whole bit was <laughs> like that at some point you know it, you you hear them just screwing around uh, and then all of a sudden someone goes get back. Hearing you just explain a, a semi difficult to onboard video game that explores the intricacies of like toxic masculinity was like sitting here watching the Beatles jam. Like I felt like I was in the front row of a Metallica concert just then. This is inc- I just had an out about experience. That, that, that is that's really kind of you. I've always called myself a Paul McCartney video. So <laughs> that's what it seems it, like. it makes a lot of sense that you found out. When I say that, I mean like the Wings era. Paul yeah, McCartney. yeah. They still Paul McCartney. I mean, look, I I don't. I'm, I, not, yeah. I'm not here to slander Wings. Uh, Ten times out of ten, I will choose that. Yeah, I think that's only fair. Uh, what what do we have to do to get a decent American football switch game? Because I know you were excited at one point about Mutant Football <laughs> League. I tried it. It mm-hmm. was okay. I think Retro League is on there. Retro Bowl is on there now. I've played it on my phone a million hours, though. And I just want a decent American football Switch game. And I genuinely don't understand why that's so difficult. So I think, I think we'll get one. I think we'll get one probably in, like, two years. And I think it will be called Super Mega Football. Uh, there's a studio called Metalhead. They make a game called Super Mega Baseball that is on the Switch already. And they got gobbled up by EA. And I think EA will be like, you know what? This is like a lower touch. We can get a football game out there that looks like a little more kid-friendly. We can put it on the Nintendo console. You know what? It'll probably be better than Madden because those developers are really, really good. So that is my – I'm, I'm not – no inside secrets. You know, I'm not here to, you know, skew the market or anything like Elon Musk. Sure. But uh, <laughs> I, I would – I would not be shocked if we saw a super mega football in two years on the Nintendo Switch. That's thrilling. Yeah. I'm I'm very asked and answered. Thank you for thank you for oh, the oh, encouragement. NCAA football. I mean, that's I don't know if that's what you want, but I I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if when NCAA comes back, like what is it next summer? I would not be surprised if it's on Switch. I would lose my gourd if it was on Switch. That would make me incredibly happy. Uh, Rudy, do you want to ask? Do you want to ask about any of the games that you are deeply excited about? Yeah. So, Josh can mention this earlier, but I, I, I was talking to him before the show. I am weirdly excited about a Digimon game that I have not really touched the franchise <laughs> in twenty years. But Digimon Survive okay. has me weirdly excited, and I mentioned this to Josh, where I am so I, I know you are obviously a big uh, Thirteen Sentinels fan. I've not played the game, I, but I've just seen obviously trailers of each game, and it feels like Digimon Thirteen Sentinels. And I mean, sh- sure, <laughs> I I thought I was being esoteric, and you really one up me. I, it, right? <laughs> it's, that's it's hey, wild. It just feels like you know, it's the visual novel kind of the the grid based <laughs> turn action you know RPG type it, game, but with Digimon instead of maps. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I love it. I just love that you were like, you know what we should talk about? The, like, third runner-up to Pokemon, and then I'm going to compare it to a it's, Japanese game that eight people play. It's, <laughs> this, this is the wildest comparison I've ever heard. I love it. It's, if, 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 if you pitch this on my website, which is four video games, I'd be like, that's a little bit much. You know, like, I'm not sure we have an audience for it. 
Um, I, I like the love, uh, but it's a little bit much. Maybe keep it on Twitter. Uh, um, well, I'll, I, I only keep it to this radio show, which nobody's listening to, so it, it's okay. This goes into no, the archive. No, I like it. I, 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 um, I'll be real. I think this is like the first game that the studio has made oh, that exciting. is like coming to America. So, like, hey, who knows? Like, maybe, maybe this is their time to shine. The art style looks great for people who are not familiar with this. Digimon is like. It's like Pokemon if you went to the dollar store. Um, and, and this one is like, it looks a little cuter. It has like a tilt shift aesthetic. Would you would you agree with that? Is tilt shift the yes. right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I would agree with that. Term, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what? For you, I'm going to actually give this game a try now. And, I, that's, that's all I want. I, I am weird. Again, I, um, I, I was very big into like Digimon World and World 2 back in... The early 2000s, 2001, 2002. I, I don't think I've touched the franchise since then. And for some reason, sure. I am just I I am just and this might be my most anticipated game of the year, and I don't know why, but I just want to play this game. But that, that's that's the nostalgia kick. It's the 20 yeah. years. It, it looms yeah. large. The 20 year nostalgia rule. It's like why the whole like millennium aesthetic is so in your brain. Just can't resist. After twenty years, you just need whatever was happening back then right back in your life. I just, wow. need, I just need. Can't wait for cargo shorts to come back. Oh boy! <laughs> Speaking of cargo you know, shorts, so good. <laughs> Speaking of cargo shorts, beards. Will you stand up really quick? Hold on. What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? I got jeans on today. Right. Jeans on today. Uh, okay. I'm good. Beards occasionally breaks out the cargo shorts and really brings us back. Uh, I can feel the walls closing yeah, in because yeah. of how uh, esoteric Rudy was there. So, beards, we, would you like to bring up maybe your favorite game of the last I don't know twenty five years? Twenty five years might be a little rough, but there, sure. you know, yeah. Um, so. Obviously, there was a game a couple years ago that should have won Game of the Year. Everyone um, loved it, 100%. Didn't, didn't win. Rotten Tomatoes, um, which is weird because it's a movie website. What I want to know is, though, um, when are we getting Cyberpunk DLC? <laughs> Cyberpunk DLC? I mean, <laughs> I'm still waiting for the game to be finished. Yes! Um, uh, <laughs> you know, like, step one. Um, I, I don't know. Sometime in 2023, right? I think that sounds right. I think that they're going to, like, finish the game this year. And then 2023, maybe we get a little bit more of the game. And then, like, the game is called 2077, so <laughs> they have a lot of room. You know, they have plenty of room. They've been that they we they promised a game by 277, and we're gonna get it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't think we're gonna see it before 2023 at like the absolute soonest. Rudy and I have been so rubbing no- Rudy and I have been rubbing Beards's nose in that exact joke about having like forty some more years before it really becomes crunch time for so long, and the fact that you showed up and did it one more time, and this show's last iteration makes me so happy. I um, just I just want to say real quick, it, it, it was it, funny when you said it, Chris. It wasn't funny when they said it. Oh, it was funny when you other said bleeper. It. Oh, th- th- thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, it, it's one of those things that started out as a joke, and then it got tired probably around the time that they were saying it, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of looped the loop back because like a funnier person. <laughs> well, I had a few more questions. Maybe we just let Chris go. I don't know. It feels like he's kind of worn out as welcome at this point. <laughs> I'm kind of over it. Um, I thought I was going to get more Travis Kelsey questions. I was ready to talk about wide receiver number four. Yeah. Are we going to get four? Are we going to get five? Yeah. Well, so, so, yeah. So, Chris, uh, I want, you know, Neon White, you guys have talked about a lot. And I want to know who you think is going to be sort of the breakout star of this Chiefs wide receiver room. Obviously, Travis Kelsey in Miami, or Ty- Tyreek Hill in Miami now. Travis Kelsey, notwithstanding. Juju Smith Schuster, MVS, Sky Moore, McCole Hardman. Where's your money? Who, where, who are you taking in fantasy? Oh, man, I'm. I'll be real. This year, I'm probably gonna avoid Chiefs 
fantasy outside of Mahomes. I'm like, I'm, I'm too, there's too much talent. It feels like too spread out. It feels like I'm going to end up picking somebody and then I'll be mad at my team mm. because I picked, you know, like, I don't know. It just feels too risky. I will, I would want to pick Sky. Like, I think that's just exciting, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do, 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 what do you all think? Do you think that he's going to have a relationship with Mahomes within like the first, I don't know, five, six weeks where that's worth it in fantasy? I feel like my job is useless because my like exact take is that I just don't think I would draft Sky more. It's hard for a rookie to really thrive in an Andy Reid offense, and Patrick Mahomes has yeah. some more veteran weapons around him. Once again, another example of me not needing to be here for this show to be good. <laughs> you just did it. You, that was you were right. You, objectively, I think you're correct. I did the very like good radio thing, which is I actually didn't give you an answer. I pretended I might know. And then I pass the question on to someone else. But that's also uh, that's what Travis. Of hand. That's what Travis Kelsey did to me two days ago. <laughs> it was he did the exact same thing. It's like, oh well, you know, everything's going to be different and exciting. But like, darn it, you're too good at this. You're too evasive. Um, so how long was it before you were comfortable in Andy Reid's offense? Oh me, I mean, whew, I would say it probably took three or four years. But you know, but by <laughs> offense, you mean just eating cheeseburgers day in yeah. and day night. Right? Yeah, like I, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, it, I was raised in the Midwest. <laughs> it that long to <laughs> eating meat every meal. Um, yeah, I remember when I was a sophomore in college in, in New York, and I went to a class on human-animal relations, and somebody explained to me that you do not eat meat all three meals of the day, uh, and it was a real eye-opener, a real game-changer for my cholesterol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't, know, I don't know how we got here. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll say this about the Chiefs wide receivers. I I can't remember being this excited to watch a Chiefs team. I don't know, like ever. And I, I think this is the the broken Kansas City sports brain. But I do not like the feeling of like entitlement of a Super Bowl or even playoffs going into a season. It makes me really uncomfortable, and it kind of takes the joy out of the, out of, out of the sport. Mm. I, my family is also partly from Ohio, so I was raised an Ohio State fan. Mm, I got, like, okay. none of the M-U-K-U Nebraska, you know, junk, because it was like, well, I'm sorry, all of you are awful. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> really making friends on this show. The Twitch, um, the Twitch was but, loving you until about 10 seconds ago, and now I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, but but well, I'll say this about Ohio State. It, it, it's a miserable team to be a fan of. It, like, yeah. it genuinely is joyless because you don't really watch the games to, to, for anything other than the expectation of winning. And it makes really, um, really miserable seasons. And something I've always liked about the Royals is when you do get that hot hand. I mean, even right now, right? Like, the team's a little more enjoyable this past couple weeks to watch. Yeah. And it feels good, even though I know that there's, like, no hope and, oh, my gosh, they need to, like, fire everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's still, like, a little fun. Um, and that I, I, the past two years, obviously, wildly thrilling to watch the Chiefs. I, I'm extremely excited, especially when you're in it. But going into that season, I, uh, each season I had that kind of anxiety of, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just felt, like, too, too comfortable. And this feels like chaos. Like, yeah. this feels like it could be one of the best teams that we've ever had in Kansas City. And you could also tell me that, like, we don't make it to the playoffs. And I, I would kind of accept it. 
Yeah, well, so you're you're making me think again. I I was uh, I was talking. I think I was talking to Hartzell a couple of weeks ago, and, and his podcast is just sort of for about Kansas City in general, not not specifically tailored to sports. He was like, "Hey, be a sports guy and explain why sports are okay to like everybody who's not a sports person," and and you do get to sort of have a foot in in a couple of very different worlds of of like gaming culture, nerd culture, and still having that love of sports, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, ingrained in you from such a young age. Do you have a do you have a big like uh 30,000 foot view of of why sports have a space in society in, in grander fashion versus um I don't know maybe maybe other people in your realm who who didn't grow up with it yeah I mean I, I always get really bummed out when I hear people especially in the video game community like trash sports yeah because sports are games yeah. like, <laughs> it's like they're not only are they games they're the oldest and they're the biggest um, and I, I think that there's a weird kind of like, I don't know, there's like a jock nerd mentality that feels so out of date and archaic mm-hmm. at this point that has like stained sports for certain people and games for some sports people, I suppose. So I think that's less true now because, I don't know, sports people seem more open with games than the other way around. But anyway, I say all that because I've dedicated my entire life to games. Like that is that is what my life is. I will... I, having said that, I, I spent all this time trying to, you know, evangelize for the possibility of, like, play in games. And I think that they, at their best, have the power to bring people together. I think that they have the uh, power to create community. I think that they are, like, kind of a way of getting out some of our, like, toxic masculinity <laughs> when done well um, and not putting it into, like, I want to say to keep politics out of sports because I do not believe that whatsoever. Right. But I think like I would much rather see people bringing their kind of instinct to this like I don't know territorial nature to a sports stadium than to like the rest of the world and acting like everything is some competition where there's like a winner and a loser because I don't think that's how the real world works. Mm. Games are a safe space for that. The real world is a lot more complicated. Um, so yeah, I, I, that's what I like about sports. I like that. I like that they bring people together. I like that I see people just excelling at something just for the sake of excelling at it. Mm. And I like that every, I mean, what I love about football especially is every time you watch an NFL game and Mahomes is the most exciting player in the world, for me, because of this, you see something that you just had never seen before. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't like. I don't like Bill Belichick, but <laughs> something I admire about him, and I, I, I am so hesitant to say this, is the dude hated the idea of like rules, <laughs> and he loved thinking of some dumb way to do something that had never been done to his advantage, and. I didn't like it because I was on the losing side of it, but yeah. I I admire it in a certain way, and I think that's why I watch sports. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, you in the in the push for now, kind of the other way around. Then, so w- w- if we've got some some sports people listening right now who are saying, "Okay, all right, that was beautiful," but what should I play? Like, where, <laughs> where what is your your one of your favorite like introductory? Hey, go try this and just see. Like for people who don't even have a type of game that they know they like at this point. Oh, that, that, that's tough because, uh, you know, right away I, I assume that they don't have anything, but maybe they're like smartphone, right? Yeah. So it probably should be something on their phone. Oof. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, it depends on who the person is. Sometimes I would recommend, you know, Stardew Valley. That's on a phone. You like mm-hmm. farming. Talk about a game that, like, matches the speed of baseball. If you ever just wanted yes. to, like, farm and work, um, 
hey, have I got the game for you? It's called Stardew Valley. Um, but honestly, I mean, I know that you have some people who like are watching on Twitch right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I think the best thing people can do is actually just watch games before mm. they even get into playing them. Like, go on Twitch, see what is, like, popping, you know, check in for five minutes on things. Do that on YouTube. The world of games is so big. It's kind of like, um, I, I, like if, if you were like, hey, uh, you cover TV, and uh, by TV I mean you cover ESPN, all, like, every documentary channel, every travel channel, everything. And you like TV, right? And it's like, well, no, I like travel or I like sports. Games are the same way. It, it's just so big that it, it has really anything you want. I mean, right now I'm playing a game called the AI Somnium Files Nirvana <laughs> Initiative, which is just as obtuse and <laughs> deranged as it sounds, which is like, I don't know. It's like if you like, I, well, that's a word I can't say on radio. Um, it, it's like if you took um, erotic anime and crossed it with um, Inception. And, and then you made it a 15-hour game where uh, there's no actual game. You just read. Um, and, like, I don't think that's where people should start. That's, like, when you know you, you're in too deep, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. where you kind of, like, you, t- you, t- you push back from the desk and you say, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and your wife walks in and she's like, what are you doing? And you're like, nothing. Um, and you're like, I'm playing Cuphead. And she's like, that doesn't sound any better. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. The answer to your question is Forza Horizon. <laughs> yes, that's, thank that's you. People should yeah. play. Thank you. I get it, man. It was a bad question. I'm sorry. You didn't have to bully me about it for so long. Rudy, you can ask the next question. Um, so I have been <laughs> trying to uh, convince Josh just to pull the trigger, and obviously not necessarily buy the Steam Deck because it's not available right now, but just put five bucks down on the reservation. That's what I've done. I know I know. Uh, production is ramping up, um, and obviously you know, I, I've heard you talk great things about it. Um, I won't, you know, right now it says I won't get it to October. Help me convince Josh. J- just put the $5 reservation down. Decide if you want to buy For it For the Steam Deck? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, this goes to, like, all your listeners, too. I mean, I know a lot of people like Switch. Switch is great. And there was a time, I think we wrote a, I wrote a review at Polygon where I was like, hey, if you are curious about video games, the Nintendo Switch is a great place to start, obviously. Very comfortable. I would actually say you should do the Steam Deck now. And the reason that is, the Steam Deck is like a Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. but it connects, connects to a platform called Steam, which is like the main way of buying games on a computer. And uh, the thing about games on a computer is they actually have to compete with other marketplaces, unlike Nintendo. Mm. So where Nintendo is like, you know what? You're going to pay $60 forever on these games. Steam's like, uh, hey, uh, is like $2.99 okay? And you're like, no. And you're like, fine, 99 cents. And you're like, I guess I'll buy it. So you can end up just getting like thousands of games for very, very cheap. So it costs a little more to get in. I think like the first one is like $400. Mm, I think that's yeah. the cheapest, maybe a little less. Yeah. But the flip side is you're going to be buying games for like next to nothing, you know, for the rest of its life. I don't know. You're probably going to use it for five or six years. Um, and it just plays more stuff. I mean, it plays games from the 80s. It, it plays every game I've ever bought since I've owned a computer, and Steam has been available, which I think was 2004. So, I mean, every game I've ever owned since 2004 I can play. Pretty pretty good deal. 
All right, I'll do it. Here's here's hey, the thing. You don't have to fully. Per- you're no. just putting a reservation down. No, you're right. And and what no, you you have to do it. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> you don't want to be a chump. You know, like I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't want to have to bully you, but I am on a sports show. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. You should you know, I'm call gonna, me. I'm gonna play to the stereotypes that I was just dismissing. Thank you. Yes. It, the you're only a- way that I will accept something on on the radio is if it is delivered to me in a very demeaning and yes. very very demeaning <laughs> male voice. Is the only way we can do that. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Great, you got into the right business. Uh, so, all right, I've got the tab open. I will tell. I will tell Renee at some point. Look, Chris said it'll basically pay for itself. <laughs> so, sure. so that hey, I think will do it for remember me. Remember my motto: This is a future Josh problem. That's Current right. Josh doesn't have to worry about this. Yeah, and future Josh is a bleep hole, so he can he can deal with that when he gets there. Um, Chris, I don't. Is there anything that you want to plug to the audience that hopefully has enjoyed this half as much as we have across Polygon, the besties? I don't. It would be weird for you to plug Russ's book, but I bought it. I haven't read it yet, but I did buy that. He's got. I have it too. He's got a book. No way in the hell am I giving him free advertising. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say his last name again. The history of fun. No, you could. You could. You could do it. Um, but no, I mean, I yeah, I I, uh, I founded, uh, co-founded, I run a website called Polygon. If you are curious about video games, like. I don't know, things young people like. <laughs> we had a great piece on TikTok today, you know, the kids. Um, you should go there. Um, and if you want to listen to my voice, again, as nasally and awful as it is, Whoa. you can do that uh, by listening to the Besties pod. Um, and that is, yeah, you know how to, people know how to work podcast. Am I allowed to say podcast on the radio? You yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Okay. That just hit. got changed recently though. <laughs> Otherwise, previously. Well, yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure. It was an FCC violation a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, 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 great. Um, uh, lots are wild. Um, yeah, you, you, if you go on your favorite podcast app and search the besties, that is where we talk about video games. And the great thing about it is. I would say half of our audience does not actually play video games. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're like, you know what? I want to hear about games, but I don't want to play them. I promise we cater to you. Um, we are more than happy to help people over the age of 20 who do not have time for that anymore. It It is truly, if, if you love AES, then I could say that it's your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Um, and I am so glad that we were able to talk to you tonight, Chris. Thank you again for, for making some time to uh, to be with us here to you know tell us about your fantasy uh, expectations for Sky Moore. <laughs> and um, I think Rudy will be able to fully retire yes. from radio knowing that he might have made you play at least a few minutes of the Digimon game with a 13 Sentinels comparison. I'm so that, excited. That, that's been good for all of us. So thank you, Chris. For uh, for making dreams come true tonight. Well, this is Andy Reid, and I just want to say I like Digimon more than Pokemon. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know there's going to be a next time with either Chris or Andy Reid on this show. Here, I don't know. Well, here's also the Twitch. Chris Plant of Polygon. Follow him on Twitter at P L A N T E. I can give you that also. Twitch is very happy with this and has asked that we bring him on to the AES podcast at some point. That's really cool that they all assume that Chris will, in fact, answer my calls. Yeah, I'm afraid Maybe that a DM. I'm afraid that it's gonna it's gonna ultimately be like, yeah, well, you know what? And we'll have Chris back on in a week. You know what? Two weeks, maybe a month. Give him a couple of years. Hey, you know, <laughs> if we're still all here in 50 years or so. We'll do a second round with Chris Plant. I'm gonna be fun. very happy. Friday we talked to Travis Kelsey. Today we talked to Chris Plant. Two of the two of I mean two two I mean, of the this, truly greats in their industries. This is one of my Mount Rushmore guests. It really, it really is. That might yeah, be we might have just wiped out half of our Mount Rushmore yeah. in two days. Uh, please do, if you are interested yeah. in video games at all, check out the besties. It's the absolute least you could do for what we just did to Chris for 20 minutes. Um, 
It's a wonderful show. It's very good. And uh, uh, feels like a truly stupendous way to begin to send Almost Entirely Sports out to pasture. We got two hours of this show left. We'll talk about it all with Matt Derrick at Chiefs Digest next. You are listening to Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe on Sports Radio 810 WHB.